I'm alive today. I'm alive today. So I've outlived my past. So I've my past. Decisions I make. Decisions I make. Impact. Impact. Every area. Every area. Of my life. Of my life. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my heart. Change my action. Change my action. And the rest. And the rest. Is up to me. Is up to me. I need. I need. Free myself, to free myself from my past, from my past and, embrace and embrace my future. My future. I need, I need to stop, to stop lying, lying to myself, to myself because, because the only one, the only one I'm fooling, I'm fooling is, is myself, myself. I'm not, I'm not a failure, I'm not, I'm not a failure, I'm not, I'm not. No matter, no matter how, how I feel, I feel no matter, no matter what, what I see, I see no matter, no matter what it looks like, what it looks like, I'm not, I'm not afraid. Okay, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for another day. We thank you for our lives, God. We know that somebody couldn't get up this morning, God. So we say thank you. Somebody couldn't walk this morning. We say thank you. Lord, we thank you for just the breath in our lungs, God. We thank you for another day that you made, that you set in motion from the foundations of the earth. We say thank you. Lord, I pray for every man here, for they represent their family in you. So God, I pray that you not allow them to breach their relationship with one another in you. So God, I pray as we go forward, God, grant unto us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. More importantly, God, direct us today. For this is the day that you have made. We rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it, God. Thank you for everything, God. We're not worthy of anything, but we say thank you for everything we have at this present time in our lives, God. Watch over our families while we're away from them, God. Help us to be the men that you called us to be from the foundations of the earth. Work out whatever it is you need to work out in us, God. Break us, but build us to be the men for this time in the world. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to talk to you about time. And time can work for you or work against you depending on how you look at time. Time can be a thing that causes you to worry or worship. Time can bring hope, or time can bring hopelessness, depending on how you see time. And everything has a form of time to it. Time has a lot to do with sequences, how things happen. Time put things in motion. Time also stops some things from happening. But time will continue to move. And when I look at time, I look at four areas of our lives. The physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual. And the way I break time down is taking inventory mentally every day. And what I mean by that is that each one of these areas, the key is inventory. Inventory. Do you look, do you do a real deep dive in where you are physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? 
do you do a dive in those areas? Or do you just act like those areas don't exist? And what happens is that when I say time and sequence, if you don't have a sequential move in each one of these areas, you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems. Because if you don't take the inventory, what happens is that one of these areas can have you way off somewhere else when you need to be in a particular place. So let's talk a little bit. What causes your timing to be off? Talk to me. Disobedience. Overthinking. Overthinking. No plan. No plan. Procrastination. Procrastination. What else? Not thinking. Not thinking. Moving too fast. Self-centered. Self-centered. Balance. 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 Distraction. Distractions. All that's got to do with your time. And so if you're not taking inventory, then what are you doing? You're doing the opposite. You're just going along and not really taking advantage of the time. We take advantage of time sometimes, but not the right time. Tell me sometimes you take advantage of time. Yeah. Watching that All-Star game. Watching the All-Star game? Five minutes, y'all have you hundred dollars you'll be up here. Five dollars if you beat if I had a hundred dollars. Yeah, I'd say you go to give like five a uh, hundred dollars. Oh yeah, minutes. okay. Yeah, you'll be up here. Okay. What else? Sleeping in. Sleeping in. What other way we take advantage of time? The wrong way. When it benefits us financially. When it benefits us financially and when it benefits us also physically. We take advantage of that. We take advantage of time a lot of times when it's about us individually. When it's something that you want, you'll put the time in for it. Think about it. Most of the stuff you want, you put the time in to accomplish it. And I keep saying, when we get into time, you're going to always have this debate. A want versus need. You'll put the time in to what you want to do, but you won't put the time into what you need to do. Talk to me. Am I right or wrong? Right. We'll put time into chasing a woman. But we won't put the time into chasing God or chasing our dream. We'll put time in. Think about it. We'll go in the weight room. We'll get sculpture. <laughs> we'll get everything tight. We'll get a car. We'll get all this stuff because we're trying to attract a woman. You know I'm telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do all that chasing something, but we won't chase what's in our best interest. Yeah. See, what's in your best interest don't seem to be hard. When you get into need, anything you need to do is hard. Most of the stuff you want to do is easy. Yeah. Yeah. When it gets down to timing, it's just like a car. When they have to put a car in alignment, that means it's out of line. 
is going in a direction that it shouldn't be going. Your life is just like that. If you don't put the right timing into each one of those areas. We can spend three hours watching the game. I know it. I do it. But we don't spend three hours into developing ourselves. Think about it. See, because developing you means you got to take inventory of you and you got to be honest with you. We want to avoid that. We, we want to avoid dealing with the real me. So we will avoid taking time to look at where I am physically, where I am emotionally. That's why some of you men can easily get mad. Because you ain't taking time to check out why I get mad. Yeah, that's why you easily could use go out and do drugs and all that because you ain't taking no time to take inventory. See, in order to change where you're going, you got to know where you come from. You got to know what you're dealing with. You got to know your own struggle. But if you don't identify that struggle in each one of these areas, you will keep repeating the same thing. You'll continue to repeat that. You know, if you went to jail one time, it didn't feel good. What makes you think it's going to feel better when you go the second time? It won't. But if you don't take time to look at these areas, and then look at the difference between want and need. Want is desire. And I keep telling you guys this on a regular basis. You won't always desire some certain things. But the desire can really be a distraction to what you really need to do. I was talking to someone, and I was saying that, you know, a lot of people want to do a lot of stuff. But then you got to ask yourself the question, what is it that I really should be doing, meaning what I need to do versus what I want to do? And a lot of us get those two confused. We'll have a desire to do a thing, but is that what you need to be doing? Think about it for a second. You should be sitting somewhere getting yourself together, but you're busy trying to run and go somewhere else. Think about it. Even though we watched that uh, game last night, those guys just didn't get on the court and start playing. They had to have a plan. They had to develop. And sometimes we don't take time to develop certain things in our lives. They have to be physically strong, mentally strong, spiritually strong, and emotionally. Think about it. All that four, those four areas go with us wherever we go. Whether whatever field you in, whether you go work digging ditches or whether you go and put the ditch in place, you the, you the foreman. Whether you the foreman or the work, it doesn't matter what position you in, high or low or in the middle, you still got to have these things under control. You do. Yes? How do you develop the emotional triangle? The emotional piece is the way you feel. So, one of the real reasons why men have a problem with that emotional side, because we ain't honest about how we feel. Women talk out, we act out. So instead of sitting down talking and reasoning and really being real with ourselves, we hide who we really are. The emotional part is one of the hardest areas because it means it challenges the ego. Yeah. 
See, anything that challenges that ego is going to be a fight. Because ego is, I want what I want when I want it. And I don't care about the end result. So when it comes down to the emotional part, we, we struggle with that ego and we struggle with managing our emotions instead of our emotions managing me. We have a problem with that. We have a problem with managing our emotions. Because when you learn how to manage your emotions, you don't allow your, your emotions to help you make decisions. You think through those decisions. So because our ego gets in the way, and we start saying to ourselves, I'm not going to appear to be weak. I'm not going to be vulnerable. So I have to operate like I'm strong at all times. Think about that. Think about that. You're going to always try to, most of us operate like we're strong all the time, which is not true. Most of the time, when we're acting like we're strong, we're really weak. But we ain't going to tell nobody we're weak. So the emotional piece is very hard. But really, the piece, if I was to look at this whole circle, this whole pie, and we say emotion, mental, physical, spiritual, where do you think we spend the most time? Physical. How many say physical? A lot of y'all say physical. Or which one? Physical. You say physical? Emotional. You said emotional? Developing now. Which area we develop stronger than anything else up here? Out of these four. Oh, spiritual. Talk to me. Y'all kind of silent. You say spiritual. We should be doing spiritual, but most of it be physical. You really think y'all develop more spiritual? No, I be. I'm asking you. Where do you think men put most of their energy? You saying physical? Physical. Let me tell you something. We spend more time physical than any one of these other areas. We're doing the outside work. The inside work means you got to sit down sometimes. And the inside, the inside work, you don't want to sit down. <laughs> the physical work is what we spend a lot of time in. We, we spend a lot of time working, dressing up this outside, all of that. But one of the major areas we really struggle in is that spiritual side. That, that ain't everybody. Yeah. No, he said general. I said general. See, don't. It, it, <laughs> what they said when, when, when something hit you, when just say ouch, man. It ain't personal. We spent a lot of time developing the physical. Think about it. When you was a little boy, they told you to be strong. So everything you did was about you being strong. Whether it was emotional and whether it was even physical, those two. But the emotional piece was that you never wanted to show that you was weak. You was hurting. Because if I show any signs of hurt, I'm weak. And if I show any signs of weakness, people are going to take advantage of me. So when you got introduced to women, a lot of time went into the physical game. 
I got to make some money. Got to make sure I look good. Make sure I got the right clothing on. They ain't got nothing to do with your spiritual side. <laughs> they don't. And we spend most of our lives, we can think about it. You men have shown me. You don't even have to stay in the house. You don't even have to have a house. You can stay on the street and, get a girl. and still get a girl. You're in this programming women out to you. So it shows that this is what we put a lot of time in. See, because spiritual gives you guidance. Yeah. See, the spiritual going to bring you back in check about guidance. But if it's just physical, it's all about your outward, not your inward. That's why you can do all kinds of stuff. Because the inward really may not be as developed as you think it is. Yes. When you grow in all these fields right now, what's the next state of being after that? The next state of it being you being consistent. When you grow in these areas, you get consistent in those areas. The problem is we don't that's why I say time. Take an inventory. Because inventory will let you know where you may be weak at. But if you never think you if you never take inventory, if you never take inventory, you end up thinking you one place and you're not. Does that make sense? See, inventory is a self-check. See that? It's an evaluation. You don't know how good you're doing until you evaluate what you're doing. You don't know how bad you're doing until you evaluate. That's why any car you get. Car can be brand new. That's why they got a maintenance schedule. Ooh. Let me stop there for a second. When do you do maintenance in these areas? Damn. Maintenance meaning checking it. Seeing where I am. Where I am spiritually. Where I am uh, emotionally. Where I am mentally. Where I am spiritually. When do you take time to do a maintenance check? So what happens is that we'll get here to a degree, we'll get out of certain places. Well, hey, I'm good. And when you think you're good, you really set yourself up. It's almost like if you were using drugs at one point and you don't went to treatment. Been in treatment for nine months doing good, and you break out and say, you know, I'm going to go over there and hang out with Pookie now. And you know Pookie now sell drugs. You know, Shay, she fine as all get out, but Shay got some liquor in her house. And you tell yourself, you know, I'm good. I, done been around, I done ain't been around it. I'm good. I'm going to go over and see Shay and I'm going to hang out with Pooh. What do you think going to happen? You're going to fall. You're going to fall. You set yourself up for faith because you sometimes get secure to the point where you think it's okay. I had a guy in my office. Said they had been clean for about four or five years. All of a sudden, back to you. Said he had a trigger with a relationship and it caused him to use. The relationship didn't cause him to use. He made a decision to use. Because the same relationship, he could have made a decision to do something different. See that? We always have a way out. We just choose sometimes not to get out. We sometimes like to be in what we in. Would you agree with me or disagree? Amen. Amen. When you realize, you realize because you choose to stay in a place that allows you 
to do what you said you weren't going to do. But really, you do it because there's some issues within. See that? But if you don't take inventory, you don't know what's going to trip you up. Because you said it thinking you're good. I don't think I'm good. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm telling y'all right now. I still know certain things will get me if I, if I put myself in position. <laughs> I can be God. <laughs> yeah. You got to put yourself in position. Samson put himself in position. To mess up. Delilah didn't run after him. He ran after Delilah. Am I right or wrong? Right. She started chasing him. She, you know, they said, let me use her. Folks said, we got to get to it. They knew his weakness. Wow. Guess what? You know your weakness. You know it already. You know what trips you up. And sometimes, we don't take inventory about that weakness because we don't want to change. We know what's familiar. We know what's familiar <coughs> to us. So they know sense of weakness. That's why the lot of was there. They knew he liked good looking women. And this chick was not the chick he should have been dealing with. Knew it. She was fine. Oh, dear. man, I gotta have Samson, leave that woman alone. Uh-uh, I gotta have her. David mm, knew his weakness. He saw the woman out there just baby. Oh, man, she's hot. She's hot. I gotta get her. See, but you, I'm telling you this from a biblical standpoint, but guess what? You need to understand what is your weakness. Drugs might be your weakness. And it might not be drugs, it's a trigger that goes with it. Because whatever that trigger is, that emotional trigger, see that? That emotional trigger will get you to, oh, I don't feel good. So, somebody in the, uh, in the, uh, yeah. What's his name, Adolphus or somebody? Yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, we, um, yeah, there's a trigger. So those emotions, when those emotions are unstable, that's when we make those decisions. Emotions. Emotions. Learning how to manage them. Because there'll be an emotional trigger and then we react. That's where the reaction comes in. See that? When we don't manage our emotions, our emotions manage us. That's how we end up making those decisions. Most of the decisions you make come from your emotions. You get angry, you go use. You get disappointed, you go use. You get happy, you go use. Your emotions. And if you're not controlling them or managing them the right way, it gets you off somewhere. That's why that's one of the hardest areas to manage. Your emotions. That's why you get angry because you get angry about things when in actuality it comes from the emotions. Then because you start feeling what you're feeling, your thought process is jacked up. That's where the mental piece come in at. Your thought process. You can't think, oh man, it don't piss me off, so I'm going to do X, Y, Z. 
See how those two kind of work together? The emotional and the mental. Because you got those two off, man, you in trouble. Yes, you had your hand. There's no way you can be successful in one area without the other three. You can't be. Because you cause guess what? If this all of you, if you got this one good, what about all the rest? See that? Because if you're good emotionally, what about the physical? What about the spiritual? That's all of you. You got to have all that working together, hitting on something. You know, it's almost like you got a car. The car looks good outside. But the tire's ball. <laughs> what you think on? It look good. You might be getting ready to have a flat. Or you can have nice tires on the car. Engine, pretty good. Transmission, pretty good. But you ain't got no gas in the car. It's just a good looking car sitting standing still. You got to have everything to make that car work. When, let's say you get all that right and you become consistent. When do you have time for peace? Guess what? If you have all it, what you think that's going to create in your life? Peace. <laughs> the reason why we don't have peace because we got chaos because this ain't settled. Ain't balanced. All this really has a way of equaling peace. This is peace. When you got your physical, your mental, your emotional spirit. See, that spiritual peace is going to tell you, I need to sit down right now. I don't need to go here. See what I'm saying? That's going to help you get the peace that you want by getting some balance in those areas. So that's the real success. Taking inventory mentally. You're right. Getting up every day saying, hey, I need to work on this. I need to work on that. Because the more you work on it, the more you're moving toward peace in your life. You don't have no chaotic people in your life. You're going to see chaos and be like, hey, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't got nothing to do with me. You had your hand up. No, I just make the terrible. Down, like have some 30 inch rims with some factory brakes on. Yep, see? <laughs> and people do that. Have you ever seen guys with a car, old car, they'll put more money in the tires than the car. Trying to bring it up to speed. Sometimes you might just need to get another car. But again, with you, sometimes you need to just sit down and get another you, develop a better you. But it's going to take you taking inventory. You're going to have to take inventory, man. You're going to have to stop and say, where am I now? I gave this kid this process this weekend. You need to even do this. Told him, I gave him areas in his life. And if I was to do this with you, I'd say, I want four columns. And one column is going to say, where am I now? That's the first column. This is a plan for you, man. I'm telling you. I might type it up for you, but you need to, you should be right. It's a plan. Where am I now? That's one column. Where do I want to be? Column number two. Column number three. What am I willing to do to get there? And column number four, what are the barriers? And then you look at each one of you there. Where am I physically? Where am I mentally? Where am I emotionally? Where am I spiritually? And you look at each one of those areas and say exactly where you are now. Where you want to be. What are you willing to do to get there and what are the barriers? 
And I guarantee you, you take time to do that, that's going to push you to start taking inventory. But again, the reason why we don't take inventory is that it brings accountability. It brings accountability. Yeah. And when, when you start looking at yourself, it's like the man in the mirror. And you don't want to be in that mirror. You want, uh-uh, that ain't me. You know, it's almost like having, you know, a little gut. You think you're fine. You, you standing like this. Everything look good. Put your stomach in. Mm -hmm. Then when you release that stomach, you turn to the side. It's the real you. That mirror must be fooling me. Now the mirror ain't fooling you. You trying to fool the mirror. You can't fool the mirror. Guess what? You can't fool you because you're going to take you everywhere you go. You got an anger problem, it's going to come out. You got a problem with women, it's going to come out. You got a problem with race, it's going to come out. You got a problem with sexual orientation, it will come out. You got a problem with money, it will come out. Whatever the issue is that you struggle with, it will come out. If you do not take inventory. Inventory is a checkup for yourself, a self-evaluation. Basically saying, this, that little piece that I just gave you, that's evaluating you. Because whether you ever share that with somebody else, you sharing it with you. You sharing it with you. The reason why we come short in certain areas is because we ain't willing to do the work to get better in those areas. That's all it is, man. Some of your brothers sleep all day long. You, you actually sleep walking. You're walking around, sleep. Because you ain't really tapping into the potential you've been given. Let me say that. Some of y'all, or some of us, Walking around sleep because we're not tapping into the potential being given to us. We're not. We're not. Even when I'm sitting in this meeting, I see brother's head nodding. But that has a lot to do with why you right here. I'm serious. I ain't trying to talk about you, but I'm telling you the truth. You've been sleeping so long on your gift, your talent, your potential, you just keep sleeping. And really, it's time to wake up. Say, wake up. 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 Wake up to your dream. Wake up to your potential. You got to wake up to it, man. But you got to take inventory. Taking inventory mentally every day. The mental piece is so important. It is, man. It is. I got this concept called TBO. And I'll talk about that another day. Think behavior outcome. Your thinking controls so much, man. It does. So if you ain't got this together, that mental stuff, you'll go off on the deep end, man. You'll be making decisions, emotional decisions, because you didn't think it through, that's going to impact everything else. Yeah, you would. You'll make a you'll make a emotional decision, buy a car, live in a place, 
go certain places, do certain things. But because you weren't mentally sound, you didn't think it through, you ended up making a mistake. It happens, man. Marry the wrong girl. Be in the wrong relationship. And swear it's the best relationship in the world. And it's wrong for you. Can't save no money. Ain't got no peace, but she look good. Yeah. She look good, but she running you crazy. <laughs> but she look good. Yeah. See, but you making a decision based on your, well, you're basing on the physical piece then. She look good. Credit score jacked up. Damn. My mama used to say something. You be so broke you can't buy a mosquito a nightgown. <laughs> ain't no money, man. A mosquito, a nightgown? <laughs> Come she said like that. that. That's saying you ain't got no money. But you'll chase that. Instead of putting yourself in position where they're chasing you. You've been set to lead. I keep telling you. I'm going to keep telling you that. I don't care what people told you when you was growing up, man. You take inventory, you can get back in position. Really, everything we do is about getting you in position. The job, the sessions we have with y'all, it's about putting you in position. It ain't about getting you out of position. It's putting you back in position. Yeah. But you out of position now. But see, a lot of y'all won't admit it. A lot of y'all won't take that fall. A lot of us say, no, I'm good. Even if you're good, you'll get better. Ooh. How about that? Say this. I may be good, I may be good, but I can get better. But I can get better. I can get better. I can get better. I can get better. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I can go past better. I can go past better. I can get great. I can get great. Oh my goodness! You can go from good to better to great. Wow! So why are you stopping at good? Why are you stopping that good making one shot when you can make ten? Let me tell you something. When I watched that game last night, matter of fact, when I just watched Steph with his shot, Leonard, Damian Leonard, did a shot half court almost. Steph came right behind and shot the same shot. But the thing that made him one of the greatest shooters that ever played the game is that he didn't stop at just shooting this close. He started going a little further back. Think about that now. And going further back. And going further back. When he ended up perfecting the shot. Because it was a sequence. Shooting. Again, the sequence is this. Beginning, middle, the end. See that? The beginning, the middle, and the end. Sometimes we struggle with all those areas and we never get to the end because we don't take inventory. He had to take inventory of his shot. I ain't making it. 
ain't making this first shot, so I gotta do something else. I gotta, you know, see what angles I go. That's math on the court. Angles, because that's all you're doing. You're shooting from what? Angles. That's math. I was teaching kids math one time. I said, you, you like basketball. You're doing air ball. You're doing this angle. This angle. This angle. Even moving your wrist is an angle. See, that? that's math. But my point of it is taking inventory. Now he's shooting half court. From half court. I don't care if you got him, he's shooting half court. But he had to develop that. He could have just stopped. See, he could have just been good. He could have just been good. He could have been better. He could have been better, but he said, I want to be great. LeBron could have already retired. Just throwing names out to you, because these some names y'all know. Said I could be good. Want to be better. But I think I'm going to be great. I'm going to work on being great. For your Bible readers, Joseph. Could have been just good. With all the stuff that he went through. How you, help me understand this one, though. How somebody drop you in a hole, you come out of the hole, you go into slavery, you go into slavery, you go to jail, and then you come out second in command of the whole country. How does that happen? How does that happen? Because guess what he had together? Had that spiritual piece solid. But guess what? He was solid with all of this. Think about it. Your brothers turned their back on you? Turned their back on you. One of them wanted to kill him. Your own family turned your back on you. You didn't think that hurt him emotionally? You didn't think that bothered him mentally? Then, the physical piece, all of that, go from zero to the hero. Because a family came in the land, and he was second in command. They had to get food. Guess who they ran into? Joseph. Well, y'all need to read that story, Joseph. Man. It'll bring some. It'll bring some hope in your life about when you get taken advantage of and you don't know why things happening in your life. Yes. Nelson Mandela too. Huh? Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Another one. That's a that's a brother who went to prison for years. Didn't do nothing wrong. Just was against the government the way they was handling. It called apartheid over in South Africa. He didn't do nothing wrong. They called him a uh, agitator at times. He was considered an agitator. He wasn't going along with the system. Yeah, he was going through the system. He had a problem with the system. He went to prison for over 20-some years. How you go to prison for 20-some years and you come out and you be the president of the country. Let me tell you something, man. 
what you're going through is trying to get you somewhere. You got to go through to get to. You can't get there unless you go through. For all y'all think it's going to be easy to get there? No, it's going to be some work. But guess what that work going to do? That work is going to develop you, man. When Nelson Mandela came out, he was developed. He didn't just spend his time in prison. I'm going to get him back. I'm going to get him back. Nelson, Nelson Mandela was reading. He was developing. I'm going to run this country one day. I'm going to run it. They can't take this from me. Because if somebody break you mentally, they got you, man. If you start believing you nothing, you'll start operating like you nothing. That's why I keep telling you, you got to take inventory, man. You got to dilute that stuff in your head. They had a young lady uh, on American Idol I saw this week. It was powerful, man. A mama, it was her, and they got like 10 children. And the dad was still there. The mom just left him. And this girl could sing. But her mama kept telling her, you can't sing. The mother kept telling her, try to be somebody else. Let me let that drop. Be somebody else. Don't be who you've been created to be. Be somebody else. Act like somebody else. And the girl had came up with a song. This was powerful, man. And the girl started singing the song. She broke down and started crying. She started crying. And she started crying and couldn't finish the song for a minute. And then all of a sudden, went to break, came back on. They couldn't hug her, but she started singing the song. And not only was Lionel Richard crying, the other two judges started crying and said to the girl, said that song is a hit song right now. But because she had been told that she could not sing, and the mother had drilled in her head about her own self-esteem, encountering everything that she should be in, she gave up for a while. And when she was singing, she started thinking about what her mama had told her. Stopped right in the middle of it. In the middle of the song, she stopped crying. This girl playing the piano and everything. And just stopped. Because she stopped thinking about all what she had been told. All the negative. And then all of a sudden, when she came back, and they kept telling her, Lionel Rich gave her his, uh, his little handkerchief. Say, hey, you keep this. Wipe the tears. She wiped the tears. They said, we can't give her a hug. Her dad came in. Dad came and gave a hug, said, you can do this. About two minutes later, the girl stopped blowing. She did exactly what she had the ability to do. But she had been told for so long, you no good. Be somebody else. Man, sometimes you got to take inventory just to get rid of the stuff that you have been told. That's just how powerful words are. That if you don't get rid of that stuff, that stuff will start guiding your whole entire life. Maybe we need to do a session one day when I just say, what you need to let go? And y'all start letting some stuff go. And be honest with yourself and start letting it go. 
Because I tell you right now, this time I get to myself, man, and I have to shake that. It ain't no good. I have to shake that. It don't never be nothing. I got to shake that. You don't look good enough. I got to shake that stuff, man. You ain't smart enough. Because if I don't shake that, it's going to shake me. Yeah. And it's not going to only shake me, it's going to shake me. Woo. Man, let me tell you something. Inventory is a beautiful thing because it helps you realize there's greatness in you, man. You don't have to stop at just good. You can get better and you can matter of fact, you can be great. Every great person started from good. Anybody, if you study any person, you're going to see the trials that they went through to get to where they are. LeBron didn't grow up rich. He grew, he grew up poor. He grew up in the project. Yeah. But he knew he had a skill. And he worked. Come on, man. It's on you. When I keep telling you, that, that piece that I give y'all, man, at the end, the world is waiting on you, man, that's a powerful thing. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. I keep telling y'all, man, I don't even be looking for people. People looking for me. Just this past week, I had three people to contact me back there. A guy, a female, a fight. A female called me out of Tennessee. I heard about you. This couple that I know, I seen him change. And I, it told me about you and... I got this uh, relationship, I'm trying to get married, and I want to do some counseling with you from Tennessee. I don't know nobody in Tennessee, man. I don't have no contact in Tennessee. Your gift will make room for you, man. You got to get on it, though. My move is going to cause somebody else to move. Your move is going to cause somebody else to move. But you got to take inventory where you are. You got to find yourself and say, this is where I am. I got to change this. I can't chase them no more. I got to sit down somewhere. I've been running after them all my You know, the women, I've been running after them. I can't chase them no more. I got to stop. I can't even run no more. But some of y'all, you can't run. You'll be <clears throat> trying to shuffle to get to them. No, I got to sit down somewhere. Just gotta sit. I got to get this together. See, that's how you got to do your life. You got to say, hey, now I know I'm always getting angry about things. What is the trick? Let me work on my emotions. I need to be patient. But guess what? Everything that's going to cause you to be impatient is going to show up. That's you being working. That's working. Physical. Ah, oh, man, I ain't as strong as I need to be. I got to gotta go to the gym. I got to get myself. I got to eat different. Yeah, I bet if I eat the wrong thing, this going to happen. So I got to eat different. Got one of the brothers in there. I remember he was having some problems with his hip. That joke started doing the right thing. That joke walking straight. That joke was... Walking cricket one time. He wasn't picking me. He was hurt. He was hurt. That means he was seriously hurt. Started doing stuff different. Started losing weight. He's better now. Yeah. See, all of this, you can develop. A strong man don't get strong unless he develops his strength. Yeah. You got to develop it, man. You got you to take that time, that inventory, mentally, every day. You got to say to yourself, where am I? What am I doing? Where am I trying to go? What's preventing me from going there? 
And most of the time, what prevents you from getting where you got to go is yourself. It ain't the resource, because the resource is there. The resource is there. There's resources all day. And matter of fact, you have, you have more resources today than you ever had before. It's right at the touch of your finger, the enemy. Everything on there ain't good, but there's some good stuff on there. The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? All right, fellas.